Zach's Movie Show fans. Sorry for the delay, but I figure I'm in the car driving. I've been meaning to do this. If I put it off anymore, it'll be too late. So, if you went over to our SoundCloud at Zach's Movie Show uh, on SoundCloud, you'll have seen Zach and Brooks. 2015 year in review. Hopefully you listened, hopefully you enjoyed it, but you're probably also wondering, well, where's MoFA's year in review? And well, here it is. So I'm um, gonna do the best to remember these categories from my memory. So start off with the worst movies I saw in 2015. So we had, obviously, um, without saying, I'm not gonna order anything really per se, at least in some categories. Uh, Fantastic Four was, uh, it lived up to the um, hype of not being good. It was a cinematic experience for sure to, uh, you know, host that night over at the wonderful Cinema Cafe at Kemp's River. They're on over on Fordham Drive in Virginia Beach, Virginia. But uh, that was, you know, essentially where the fun ended. Once the opening credits rolled, it was um, not ideal. You know, the movie, I just, I was never happy with the casting. Uh, the, you know, Fantastic Hipsters essentially, so I wasn't big on that. Um, though I am a fi- fan of Miles Teller. I think he's a prosperous, uh, up-and-coming actor, as is Michael B. Jordan, as we saw him in uh, some great movies uh, before, like um, we loved him in Chronicle. Uh, he was fantastic in Fruitvale Station, and um, he was phenomenal in Creed which it's it's almost maybe a shame that he didn't get any kind of recognition from the Globes or the um, you know the Oscars the Academy for Creed but uh, you know in some cases when you look at the the class it was a it was a tough year but I think um, you know you give him a couple more solid performances like in Creed and, and whatever else we could see him uh, being, you know, a, a prominent uh, black actor, you know. Take uh, some of the load off of uh, Morgan Freeman, Denzel Washington, uh, and those types of people, you know, where they were, you know, the only uh, black actors in some movies, you know. It was either one of those couple guys, you know. But, uh, you know, Fantastic Four, not good. Um, now, this was one that came out this year, but uh, as far as I can recall, did not have a real cinematic release, but you know, it's been nominated for some awards and whatnot, and that's uh, Beasts of No Nation with Idris Elba. I just did not enjoy this movie. It felt overly long. Um, the story didn't particularly grab me. And um, it just kind of was a, uh, you know, uh, a time killer, kind of almost in the worst way. 
you know, I think it's like two and a half hours or something. And, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, it was, it was a long watch. So, um, you know, some, a lot of people said it was great. I just, I didn't really feel that way. You know, I was just like, eh, you know, it's well done, but it's, it's not doing anything for me. So there was that. Um, the third worst movie I saw this year, um, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, there's been, you know, I haven't done like anything that I wasn't going to enjoy. I haven't gone out of my way to see anything bad in a little bit. So it's hard to guess and say. Um, might just have to come back to it. So, uh, but yeah, Beast of No Nation didn't do anything for me. And, uh, you know, Fantastic Hipsters, nothing there. So, um, best movie experience. You know, what did I have a lot of fun with at the theaters? Um, you know, uh, I have to say, definitely for one, um, Ant-Man stands out. Uh, you know, if you were, uh, you know, part of our group or whatever, it was, you know, uh, I think that was our first night hosting at Cinema Cafe, the premiere, so that was a lot of fun doing Ant-Man. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, and, uh, you know, watching the, the movie there and just kind of the, the seating arrangement, you know, I just kind of, I had uh, my pizza, <laughs> uh, you know, on the stand and just kind of held it like a, a chalice, if you will, all night and ate the pizza through the movie, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, it was just kind of a, it was just a fun experience, it's a, it was a fun movie, I really enjoyed uh, Ant-Man, you know, all in all, so that was, a, that was a great time. You know, so uh, hopefully once we kind of get back in the swing of things, we'll be doing some more at Cinema Cafe. I don't know if we're going to host the Oscars again this year or not. Uh, I guess it'll kind of depend on, uh, you know, what our schedules are like for me and for me and uh, Zach. And we'll see how things go, you know. But uh, if nothing else, I might just go and watch again at Cinema Cafe. We'll see. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um... Jurassic World, yeah, for sure, um, you know, a uh, long-awaited sequel, uh, I love dinosaurs, so, um, you know, going the first time to see it in IMAX 3D was just as cool as it could be, you know, um, the movie itself was great. Seeing it in IMAX 3D, you know, big, larger than life, and seeing these dinosaurs on screen again, you know, was just a lot of fun. Chris Pratt gave an awesome performance. Um, you know, I've had my own comedic um, quips about uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and her, uh, you know, high heel Olympics there and whatnot. Um, you know, just all of it was uh, a lot of fun. And again, uh, I hope if we get uh, some more, they really uh, have heard my cheeseburger day idea. So, well, I mean, we'll see. You know, I think it's uh, really just kind of uh, something that needs to happen. So, um, 
Jurassic World, you know, IMAX 3D was a great time, a fun experience. Um, and then the number one theater experience for me in 2015 absolutely has to be Magic Mike XXL. Going to Cinema Cafe, which is weird that I get, you know, two out of three of these at Cinema Cafe. Um, going to Cinema Cafe, where, you know, I mean, granted, recently AMC has added a, uh, uh, you know, alcoholic beverages option to, uh, you know, the movie theater experience, but, uh, you know, you can get drinks at Cinema Cafe and, uh, you know, a theater full of uh, 99% women. Um, you know, the few other guys that were just brought there by their girlfriends or whatever for date night and out of uh, guilt for making them see, uh, you know, whatever else that was this year, you know, Avengers or something or, you know, whatever, something, um, there you go, you know, they, uh, you know, toughed it out, so to speak, to uh, watch our famed uh, Channing Sex Tatum, Joey Manganiello, Kevin Nash, um, you know, um, Matt Bomber, and just everybody that was great in Magic XXL. It was the sequel. It was a lot of fun. I think I enjoyed it more than some of the women, but also seeing the, the women there, you know, again, uh, you know, dressed up a bit and just out for a good time to start the weekend right with a little bit of hot dancing, hot men's, some nice drinks, really just kind of set the mood for the weekend with sex. Magic Mike XXL in a theater full of excited fans was the time of my life in the theaters, so to speak. You know, I mean, just T to B. Fantastic. Good times. I love the shit out of it. Alright. So that's favorite movie, you know, favorite experiences. Um, movies I wish I saw in 2015, though, I wish I would have seen in theaters. Um, at this point, I still have not gotten to close the Hunger Games saga, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to do the, the second run, you know, uh, option over at the uh, Cinema Cafe Pembroke or not, or if I'll just end up waiting for uh, Netflix on this one or what, but uh, I have not seen Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 yet to close that chapter, so wish I would have uh, gone um, next, and I, I may do it here, still possibly because it's in theaters and it's on the best picture list so there's a good chance I'm going to see it doesn't matter if it's in theaters or not or how I take it in uh, The Big Short you know has grabbed several nominations it's supposed to be pretty awesome so I wish I would have caught Big Short back when it debuted because now we're you know we're starting to really hit some other movies that I'm looking forward to here in uh, you know first quarter 2016 so I wish I would have caught Big Short in theaters last year, 
before uh, you know we really kind of took off to the races with Star Wars and you know all these things. Uh, you know, already saw um, Revenant uh, early this year, so there was that. Um, you know, 15 hours it just opened up this weekend, uh, and you know, plenty of other things are all all coming down the pipeline, hot and fast for 2016 here. So all of those. I um, say lastly, one that I wish I would have seen in theaters is um, hmm, this, this is tough. You know, there's uh, a lot of good options, a lot of good things that are coming um, that happened right at the end of the year. And hmm. I had this one, but I can't really think. Um, I think I wish I would have caught Spy. Um, you know, the Spy movies for 2015, I uh, was uh, pretty much a split decision on. I we loved Kingsman, Her Majesty's uh, Secret Service. I uh, loved Man from Uncle. Thought it was great and fantastic. Uh, I enjoyed James Bond. I was not a fan of Mission Impossible Five: Rogue Nation, and uh, you know, I mean, granted, I've I've been on a, a downward fall with Tom Cruise. He used to be one of my faves, but um, it just hasn't been. Uh, the Tom Cruise that I'm used to or that I loved you know some of the things have been uh, subpar I guess you know Oblivion I was you know falling asleep in just kind of wasn't enjoying I didn't feel like doing Groundhog Day uh, aka Live Die Repeat or Tomorrow uh, Edge of Tomorrow rather uh, you know however you want to call it you know and uh, Rogue Nation like I was, I was not in at first because I wasn't, you know, not doing the Tom Cruise thing. And then I was like, I saw the, the trailer on the big screen and that kind of brought it home. And then, um, you know, I went to go see it and I was like, all right, this, this should be fun. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed Simon Pegg in it. He was great. I enjoyed Alec Baldwin in it. I enjoyed um, Ving Rhames coming back. But I didn't care for Tom Cruise. Particularly, I didn't really like the the woman agent. She didn't do much for me, and I just never felt like he was ever in that much of a, a danger. He's just kind of like, well, it's you know, it's gonna work out, whatever. Like this isn't, you know, I wasn't worried about the operation, the mission, really, at any given point. So it was kind of a you know a disappointment in that sense. You know, Jeremy Renner was good in it, too. But, you know, I just, uh, you know, I kind of uh, expected more. I felt, uh, you know, maybe I over-anticipated and it was uh, under-received or something. I don't know. So, I was uh, not as into that. And maybe that would really be almost my third movie for um, 15 that, you know, did not enjoy was Rogue Nation. So, 
Yes, that kind of puts us at best of the year. You know, uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, you know, we're starting with five or however we want to run this down. Um, say honorable mention to Kingsman which was just great you know I've watched it several times it was, it was a lot of fun it really delivered it was a fun time and uh, you know it just you know it was, a, it was a big year so you know it's tough to you know um, it definitely was in top 10 of the year but I don't you know it kind of would say probably got inched out of top 5 so Kingsman was, was an honorable mention. And I'm just going to run down from one. No, I guess not. Let's see. That would, that, would be, that would kill the anticipation, wouldn't it? So let's do uh, number five. I'm going to say was... Avengers Age Voltron. This was um, like quite fun. It really, it was nice because, uh, you know, in the actual lineage of the phases of Marvel, this was not the, this was the penultimate for phase two. This was, you know, not the finale, but the, the, the one before. Uh, it was nice to, um, get James Spader as the voice of Ultron and just how, how well that, you know, lived up to what I wanted it to be. So, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the, you know, everything kind of was surprising and worked out better than I expected. You know, the, the Hulkbuster Hulk fight, you know, was totally different from what I was expecting and just worked out to be very entertaining so I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, the setup, you know, the seeds of Civil War being planted was very well handled. Um, and the birth of, of Vision and Paul Bettany uh, was nice and welcome. And um, so overall, it was, a, it was a good time, you know. It was, uh, it was definitely the darker... Avengers movie, and it was, you know, it's nice that it, um, as dark as it is, and the setting and the mood of everything, it's not depressing or anything, because there's enough, uh, comedy and lightheartedness to certain aspects to keep it moving and, uh, just make it enjoyable, so, definitely enjoyed Age of Ultron, um, Number four, we're going to go with um, let's say it's tough. It's tough because I don't have somebody else to uh, answer, you know, opposite me to give me time to put this together. But I'm going to change my uh, third worst movie 
from uh, Rogue Nation or whatever, you know, like that's, you know, I would say it was, I guess maybe, maybe I'd, I'd put it a tie. I, I didn't enjoy Rogue Nation as much as I'd hoped, and I was um, somewhat indifferent on Terminator Genesis because of Jai Courtney and my, my disdain for him. You know, um, I liked I liked how they explained things and handled uh, a lot of things with you know the you know essentially being in an almost alternate timeline and why certain things were the way they were. So I was I was behind that, um, but I just really Jai Courtney just was killing the mood. He was a buzzkill for me. Um, you know, overall, the, you know, the movie wasn't highly rated and you know my my experience wasn't wasn't bad but it wasn't great so kind of a tie you know was uh rogue nation and terminator genesis um let's see number four um i think best movie number four Creed Creed really delivered it was uh, an emotional roller coaster it was goosebumps it was um, nostalgic it was amazing performances like you know the, the worst thing that could have ever happened didn't happen and that would have been for Stallone to come in and do his kind of typical Rocky and, and really kind of steal the spotlight and make it his movie. Um, and that didn't happen. And I was very pleased to see that. It was really, you know, uh, Adonis Creed, um, Michael B. Jordan's story. You know, um, I think Rocky as his trainer and teaching him kind of the old school ways and teaching him, um, you know, this is how, you know, me and my, and your old man did it. It was very well, uh, very well done. The, um, you know, the callbacks and just kind of the, the similarities were like really, I, I swear that the one scene during the, the final fight, you could do it a frame next to the frame uh, you know, comparison side by side, and you wouldn't be able to tell that it's two different actors. They looked exactly like Carl Weathers in a couple different scenes and poses, and it was uh, it was insane. Like it was unbelievable. Um, just amazing. What what a what a film. Number three for this year, 2015, this last year, however you, however you're putting this in your mind, it's only January, 2016's barely begun, um, number three is gonna be, Jurassic World, uh, you know, um, again, like I said, it was a, it was a great experience, seeing IMAX 3D, 
you know, it was uh, everything. I wanted it to be. I saw it in 2D as well, and it was, you know, just as good the second time around because you, you, you know what's coming. You're, like, looking forward to, you know, your favorite scenes coming up kind of thing. It was that, uh, you know, hello to an old friend. Uh, just the, the CG looks fantastic. You know, the... You know, the different dinosaurs was good times. Um, you know, the, the raptors and, and, uh, and the T-Rex and the, um, the um, Indominus Rex. You know, all of those things were was great. Um, you know, the, the SeaWorld aspect, all of it. You know, the, the park was open. And it was awesome, and everybody was there, going and enjoying it. What a good time! You know, to see our old friends at Jurassic Park. So it was a lot of fun. Number two, and this one could have could have easily been number one. Um, you know, but I really, I made a commitment to number one, you know, when it came out. And, you know, when you look at what movies I saw the most this year and what, you know, what I enjoyed every time and what never uh, faded in any sense, um, you know, is it number one. But number two, and I could really almost, I could really almost make number two a tie between two movies and um, I, I might just do that uh, I might make it a tie between Mad Max Fury Road which I saw twice and was just you know uh, a beautifully executed and shot and done movie uh, you know Flame Guitar Guy is freaking sweet and it's awesome and you know, just all, all the, the horsepower and the, the cars and everything it was great. You know, uh, you know, Carl Max, a.k.a. Tom Hardy. And then, uh, you know, the awesome um, performance by, uh, you know, um, Furioso with... Um, Charlie's there on... You know, it was, you know, fantastic. It was a, a great story. You know, the simplest plot, but, you know, just well done, well well put together. And just the experience, you know, the the immersion that you get when you watch that movie in the theater with the big screen and the, the you know, the big sound and everything. It was, you know, pretty much almost like anything else. And that was, you know, why it definitely could tie... My other number two, which was probably the most anticipated movie of the season, and that was Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Um, I don't think I gave my, I never really gave my review on this yet because, uh, you know, it's been, we've been on the hiatus and it's been weird. You know, we were, we were going to do something and then we didn't get a chance, but uh, the movie... And, and it's interesting because now we're it's a whole new era for Star Wars not just because the movies are back and it's, 
the cinematic universe is taking off, but we're in the internet age and we have Star Wars. So everything's being criticized. There's, you know, a different article about whatever. There's all kinds of, you know, um, now public conspiracy theories. You don't have to go into like, um, you know, small undiscovered uh, circles of, of geeks and nerds and whatnot to, you know, see what the uh, Jedi Council is saying about this or, you know, see uh, talk with, uh, you know, the 501st or whatever, the stormtroopers that do the charity work or, you know, whatever to see what um, people are saying and think, you know, um, about Star Wars. Like, the internet, like, um, Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, was was great and uh, like you know I definitely understand why I made the the moves and, and actions that he did you know it was interesting that you know, a lot of people criticize him taking off his helmet but I, I understand why I think it was a, a grounding kind of a sequence to make him more relatable to people when he's kind of interrogating them um, Ray was was great as a the heroine you know co-lead of the movie um, right, so I look forward to more with her in this franchise and, you know, whatever else her career takes her to. You know, I think she, uh, you know, did everything quite well. And I am very curious to see who she is. So, we'll find out in time. Um, Cameron Poe, uh, Oscar Isaacs. Uh, big year and, and only has more big things coming. I'm looking forward to him being Apocalypse and uh, X-Men Apocalypse next year. He was awesome in uh, Ex Machina, which we both, uh, me and Zach, both really liked. Um, and he was great as Cameron Poe in this. You know, he, even though he had a smaller part, but he, uh, you know, some people said he's kind of the Han Solo uh, of sorts. He's the, the jokester, the you know the hotshot pilot and whatnot else in this movie. Uh, but just that opening scene, like you know, uh, who goes first? Do I go first? Do you go first? Uh, you know, how does this how does this work? You know, like it just sets up, it opens up the movie, it sets it up, and you know it's is you know amazing from the opening credit roll. You know. It was, it was a smile fest. What can you say? Like, oh my God, this is really happening. Like, people are applauding. And it was, you know, Star Wars is back. Like, we're still here. Everything is good in the world at this point. And uh, we have Star Wars on the big screen. New Star Wars. And most importantly, good Star Wars. Good Star Wars is back. Um, you know, Harrison Ford, uh, Rise of the Rolls, Han Solo was great um, yeah, I liked old Han it was it was a good time he was everything we wanted him to be uh, Chewie was you know good to see back you know him and him and Han mixing it up again having a good time the Millennium Falcon everything and just kind of being our, our tour guide back into the Jedi world was really the the perfect role for him to play you know for old fans for new fans you know, and any, anything in between, you know. Um, uh, Finn, 
was gave an amazing performance. Um, so much so that he's uh, exactly out of breath in every scene, uh, which is is crazy. But you know, it's also uh, you know I, I can say this: the biggest thing is like the moment you see him on screen before you know it's him you know it's him like you get into like that's that guy that's um charles or james or boyega you know um that's that's finn you know right there you can tell that's stormtroopers him like his performance his character portrayal projects through the stormtrooper costume the new stormtrooper costume was cool i was into it you know um the only thing I, I kind of wasn't into, um, and I know that, you know, unfortunately Carrie Fisher got some some body shaming uh, flack for not looking like she did in Jedi or something stupid like that, or not being as, as fit and trim as, uh, you know, everybody else kind of was. Um, I didn't mind that. I mean, you know, we knew that she was... Um, she had a weight problem before. She was much bigger, uh, not but a few years ago. And then she had uh, dropped most of the weight. But the only thing was, uh, it looked like she had kind of like a facelift or something because like her face was very pulled back and tight. And uh, I wasn't into that. Like, uh, it was just kind of, um, it was sad to see her kind of go that route and do that to herself. Um, I think she looked fine, you know, just not long ago we saw her in, in something or she had a TV appearance you know doing promotions or something and she looked like you know the woman we've known and had a crush on since Jedi um you know our beloved Leia um so that's really my own complaint about that um so Star Wars Episode 7 Mad Max Reroad both number two for 2015 number one as I said a movie uh, I committed to being number one of the year um, when it came out and definitely the movie I've watched more than anything um, sure it didn't get a theater release and didn't quite uh, attain its uh, levels in some respects of, of what it wanted to be or what we hoped it would be, but it's still, um, you know, for one, it's gotten my song of the year. You know, I, I don't care who you are, and I, I can't believe, you know, having never already uh, already seen the Golden Globes, just the other week uh, that the the James Bond thing, the um, horrible theme song that that was this year won best song at the Golden Globes I can't believe that this is the most bland and generic Bond song I'd ever heard um so not a fan of that but the song from movie number one song of the year I mean that's that's my jam you know um the the movie you know I've seen this movie probably about eight or nine times I can safely say this this year um, and, and like I said uh, earlier it's never waned it is just as enjoyable and awesome and fun the first time I saw it to the last time I saw it more, or more, not the last time but the most recent time that movie is uh, you know laser unicorns or uh, you know as the production company is called uh, Kung Fury number one 
for 2015. It was a, you know, an independent film uh, that the uh, man wrote, produced, directed, starred in, edited, you know, I mean, he was just a special effects guy that uh, enjoyed making movies and then took it upon himself to start this project. Came up with a great throwback and tribute to uh, the 80s action and cop flicks. Um, you know, we got a lot of unknowns, pretty much, except for the guy that plays Hitler from uh, Lonely Island or whatever, you know, it was kick Kickstarter, crowdsourced, crowdfunded, um, phenomenal movie. Um, it was great, you know, uh, buff-ass, you know, Thor was, was great. The old, uh, you know, bodybuilder that he found, <laughs> you know, uh, Barbariana. And, uh, and uh, Katana and, and everybody and, and, and Triceracop. I mean, Triceracop is better than Hacker Man. I mean, just the, the uh, cavalcade of characters in this movie was amazing. I mean, Kung Fury. He was great. He was struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra at the same time and infused with the Kung Fu magic and energy within him to become the greatest kung fu master of all time the chosen one it's you know um and true survivor david hasselhoff you know it's the the song of the century number one absolutely has to be kung fury for me now uh you know, I don't care if it disqualifies me because it wasn't in theaters. Screw you. Alright? This is my list. So that's what's gotta be. Um, like I said, I saw the Golden Globes. And uh, it was... It wasn't... As... Um, fun... As it's been a year, other years. I don't know if it was just because it was... Me solo kind of watching it without uh, Zach. I don't know. Um... But, uh, you know, I was glad the way some of the awards went, but not uh, the way certain other ones went. You know, a lot of it was kind of what you expected. You know, so, um, you know, it, it was nice to see Stallone win for supporting male actor, you know, in a, uh, in a drama for Creed. And getting the standing ovation and the recognition and the, the praise for that movie. Um, it was awesome to see... Uh, Denzel Washington to get to uh, like the lifetime achievement recognition for all of his movies. That was cool. Um, you know, he's definitely deserving. I mean, he's uh, you know uh, a very well groomed and polished actor. He's you know uh, as pretty much everything he's done has been uh, great and enjoyable. Even though he's kind of he has a very similar demeanor, but he has that smoothness. And, you know, it's, uh, it just, it, it comes alive in pretty much everything he's done. Um, you know, so why not? Why not? Um, yeah, so the, uh, the Oscars will be coming up soon. That'll be fun, and hopefully we return back to some kind of regular form for you guys and uh hopefully you enjoyed this uh candid 
car episode and uh, we will see you soon and uh, as Howard said and it says keep cool always guys because uh, you know Revenant's out ride along two's out 15 hours is out 13 hours whatever it's a lot of good things go see him bye